Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Chats with Brent Martineau. The quarterback play gives me pause a little bit. I still go back to, and maybe it's lip service, but like Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky coming out of Buffalo was a great experience for him where he felt like, okay, he could sort of uh, rediscover his gifts a little bit. Like, he is a talented athletic player. Fast. They got a bit lost in Chicago. He feels like he got some of his swagger back coming to this year. Mitchell Trubisky love. You love it. You're a Mitchell Trubisky yeah. fan. Yep. He's your jersey. I should just get you a jersey of Trubisky this year. Sam Donald last year, Trubisky this year. Yeah, amen, brother. I'm going to need one of those stat. By the way, so still, check this out. I can't find Bears jerseys of the guy, right? So you know how I got like a $4 Dar- Darnold Jets jersey? They must have yeah, got rid yeah. of all the Bears Trubisky already because there's none for cheap anyway. Where, where did uh, Trubisky go to? Buffalo. School, no. Oh, North Carolina. North Carolina. That's yeah. Right. Maybe get a Tar Heels jersey. I could. That one will never go out of style. It's probably not on sale, though. He's still a legend there. I still find it like the most interesting thing, Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz here, is that Casey's kind of like Debbie Downer guy, but he, he sticks up for like the Sam Darnolds and Trubisky. I figure he'd be just laying it on guys like that. No. Jumping in the fray. Kick him while he's down. Instead, he's trying to lift him up. Wear his old jerseys. Keep him alive. Yep. You got to respect talent when you see it. These guys have <laughs> talent. You are digging deep for the talent of those guys. Yeah, I, I do what I got to do. And when it comes to Mitch, he also has a world-class nickname, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, Trubisky and Pittsburgh. I think it is a fascinating watch. It'll probably go better than I think it will, but it won't be dynamically good. Might be. Because he's kind of a good fit for Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in the sense that you look at his win-loss record and his numbers in Chicago, even though they it felt awful and they weren't that good, he was overall pretty decent yeah. from a statistical standpoint. Yeah. So if you bring that decent stats on a team that wins a lot or knows how to win or a guy like Tomlin, well, then you do have a chance to marry that together uh, and, and find some success. But I just don't think it will be anything dynamic. I think it will be very stop-gap-ish on the way to uh, Kenny Pickett. Do you think Pickett plays, uh, as a fan of Trubisky, do you think Kenny Pickett plays this year, uh, gets in there, um, with the exception of, let's just say, they're you know, they're out of the mix in the last game or two of the year and they get him some playing time. I'm saying, do you think he steals the job away, they try him out at some point in 2022? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's also weird because I kind of like Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to be good, but... I think if they give Trubisky a fair shake of it, he will play the whole year. Uh, but if they're looking for a reason to replace him, they'll probably find a way. But I think he should play the whole year. Uh, but I guess we'll see. It's hard we'll to draft a guy out. in the first round and then, like, never consider playing him, even a quarterback. Yeah, and I think what happens is uh, you, you know, the, the bottom line is you're forced to play the guy earlier than you want to, even if you don't want to. Yeah. That happens across the board. That happens everywhere. Uh, the only thing here that is, like, there's no pressure on Tomlin. Like, you go back to, I, I say this with Gabbert, when uh, Del Rio, there was pressure on him to win. And so he felt that. And when he felt that, he kind of panicked and went to Gabbert. Uh, when you uh, look at Bortles, that wasn't really pressure on Gus to win, but it was so bad at the time, I believe, with McCown is who Bortles replaced, I think. Yeah, I think it was. And... I was like, all right. Well, it was Henny, too, right? But, mm-hmm. no, it would have been Henny. Yeah, it was Henny. Yeah, it would have been Henny. Um, did they try McCown in there? Was that in the Bortles early stages? 
getting old. Let's go back and remember all these different quarterback moves. But uh, either way, the I don't think there was a lot of pressure there, but he, he was such a top pick, um, and they probably wanted to see what they had. Like, yeah, I think they played him too soon, too. I, I would have waited out a little bit more um, with uh, – with with Bortles, um, but I don't think the pressure of the coaching gig was necessarily there. Tomlin, you have none of that. Like there won't be pressure from within on Tomlin. Like he can hold off all that. I think it's just the fan vibe and what does it feel like in the locker room. And sooner or later, if a guy's not playing great for you at quarterback, you're like, what do we have here? Let's try it. The unknown wins the day, and uh, I think that could potentially uh, take place. I was asking for an office. Uh, John Bachman said you're rarely there. Which is true. Yeah, you don't come to work. Yeah, and so maybe I'd come to work more if I had an office. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because people are always looking for you, and they're like, hey, where's Brent? And I'm like, somewhere with Dakota Fanning. I don't know. <laughs> At Nana's chicken and waffles. I, I'll tell you this. There was a, a stretch there where the same person in radio looked for you three times, three consecutive days. I've never seen the person in my life have no idea who it was. Came in three different days, said, hey, is Brent here? Said, nah, I won't be here until next week. And then the next day he came in, same thing. Haven't seen him since. Don't know who it was. Uh, he's still looking for you, though. Yeah, there's really a good chance. Like, I think I know more people on radio now than in TV. We have so, so much turnover in TV. They're a, I could go out in that newsroom. Yeah, I could line them up, and I'd probably get three out of ten right. I believe that. I believe less. Um, but anyway, I told Bachman it's a status thing, man. Yeah. We all have an ego. Yeah, and now the I office have an office. is a status thing. Yeah. Uh, one more uh, in the workplace thing. Like, everybody likes to use, we're all hooked up on Microsoft Teams. We are. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't operate on Teams very well. Like, when we had to do stuff for the Jags, I was okay on Microsoft Teams. But I don't like, if I have to join a meeting, I can do it. I actually I feel like I get. I can find my way to a Zoom call quicker than the Microsoft Teams call. I, I just don't know if I have it set up wrong on my phone slash computer. You might just be old, though, you know? Or, But, like, somebody sent me a message today on Teams, and for the longest time I couldn't find the message, and I was able yeah. to get it under the chat. That yeah, makes sense. that's where they are. Yeah, that's where the message But I was trying to refresh, and it wouldn't come through. And maybe it was just where I was at the time. But um, now we have everything set up. And I'm like, hey, just call my cell phone. Yeah, nobody will do that here. It's why like don't we call, call our teams. cell phones? Like, why do we want? Does everybody have to operate off the Teams call? Yeah, it's funny. So when everyone wanted to get on Teams, people kept telling me like, hey, can we call on Teams? I'm like, no, because if we're on Teams, I have to run the audio through the board because I don't have an office, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm not doing that. So I I didn't answer Teams calls, but now I'm gonna have to get on. Well, the latest thing that we've office. done, the latest thing that has happened, is. We have uh, we have actually hooked up our office phone, which those shouldn't even exist anymore. But we have one down in sports. We have one in sports because nobody else wants it because we don't use it. But that has been hooked up to the teams through the email. So we're all connected. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get used to it, I guess. Yeah. You know, if because if, we don't do the daily grind like, let's just say, a nine-to-fiver would do. Like, we don't operate in the meeting space as often and as regularly. Yeah, different so, schedule, for sure. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's sometimes a hard. I'm like, just call myself, man. Just call myself available all the time, mm-hmm. except between 3 and 6. And even then, sometimes. And then sometimes I'll pick up <laughs> or at least text while talking. 
Uh, hey, do you have our standings? Do you have our, our predictions for Major League Baseball, or is that something you have to get to later? Uh, I got them. I like to do it. Let's let's see what we got. All right, so this is this is how this game is going to work, Brent. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to say, hey, Brent, who do you think you picked to win the AL East? We're going to play the sound back, and then we're going to play a sound to react to if you were right or if you were wrong or if the pick was stupid. So wow. do you get the idea? I do. Brent, who do you think you picked in the AL East? The Yankees. No, the Rays. Sorry, the Rays. You think the Rays? I do. I think the Rays. Yeah. I'm going to say a little disappointment from the Blue Jays, and I'm going to take the Rays. That's what you said. How about that? I did say the Rays. However. A little disappointment from the Rays. Yeah, so we're going to give you the. Yeah. Yeah, the Rays aren't winning the East. No, they're not. Uh, Do you want to go to me, or do you want to keep going with you? No, go. You. Well, you know who you picked. I will also <laughs> take the Rays. That didn't work too well. Oof, homered up there on the Rays and didn't get it to go. Brent, AL Central, who do you think you picked? Uh, I want to say I picked the Twins. Uh, I didn't pick the Twins this time. I think I picked uh, I think I picked Cleveland. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go with the White Sox as well. Damn it. Yeah, you were wrong, and it was the wrong answer. Casey, who do you think you picked? Oh, well, let's just hear it. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take the Twinkies. Oh! The Twinkies! Huh. Hey, listen, it's anybody's game out there now in the Central. Yeah, shut up, Brent. I was right. Give me the credit. You picked the White Sox. What do you know? Who do you think it's you picked? It's not over. Who do you think you picked in the AL West? I think, uh, I think I didn't know the Astros. I mean, I just got to go with what's been the trend, and I still think the Astros will find a way to win. I think they're good enough still uh, to win that division. Yeah. This one's unlucky for me. Hold on. Did I not cut it? Oh, I cut it. I'm going to go with the Angels. No comment on the Angels, Brent? <laughs> oh, is that? I didn't know if that was live or your taped edition. No, that was the same one. Oh, wow, that sounded like really, that sounded live. Oh, no, it was the <laughs> Like angel. a lot of times you can tell when it's on tape. That one actually sounded live. Um, yeah, the Angels, oof, you're off to a nice start, too. Yeah, can't win them all. Uh, Brent, NL East, who do you think you picked? I think in the NL East, everybody was favoring the Mets, and I was like, I am not doing that. I, I think I picked the Braves. I'm going to buy into what other people say. They may have, in a weird way, upgraded and get better production. I don't know how it impacts the clubhouse, though. It'll be interesting. So uh, if they're healthy, I think the Braves get it done in the East. How do you feel about that? Uh, that's pretty good, huh? Not bad. I, I'm I was su- talking about the Freeman Olsen move. You were. I'm surprised you've gotten as many of these as you did. What did I say for the NL East, Brent? I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll take the uh, fighting boss man Aarons for the last couple <laughs> days. Give me the New York Mets. How about that? Huh. How about that? How about that? Boss man Aaron went to co-host Aaron. Yeah, isn't that a weird thing? Um, so you got the Mets, and right now you're in good shape. Brent, NL Central, who'd you pick? The NL Central, I would not go the Brewers. I think I'd pick the Cardinals. Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Well done, Brent. Golly, I'm all over this. You know yourself better than you thought. I also <laughs> I picked the Cardinals. <laughs> I do know myself better than I thought. Uh, how about the I, NL West? I might have went on on a limb in the West, which was probably dumb, especially with Tet. No, was it last year I picked the – no, I think I went with the Dodgers. I was like, I just can't do it. I'll pick the Dodgers. Yeah, I didn't cut that one for some reason, but you did pick the Dodgers. But I cut yeah. mine, which was not the Dodgers. Uh, let, let me hear you say something besides the Dodgers. I can't wait for Austin, this. What's what up? Padres. I did that one out of spite because you yeah. said that. That's why I left that in there. <laughs> I tried to cut Austin out as much as possible, but I couldn't cut that one out. So uh, – <laughs> That, that's where we are on that. Uh, Brent, who do you think you had going in the World Series? 
I promise you're not going to remember. Oh, yeah, your cardboard is... cutout fell down. Sorry, uh, man. I'll work on that. I feel like I did something a little out of... I know I didn't go Dodgers-Yankees. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, that's true. So I think I went... Um, I want to say I went, like, Brewers-White Sox. Um, I'm going to take, how about for fun, we'll take the uh, Blue Jays and the Giants in one that's <laughs> never been predicted. And uh, I'll go with the Giants to win the World Series. That's not looking good. Take the Giants to win the World Series, huh? Yeah, apparently. Let me go look at the Giants right now. Where are they? Uh, I think they're in third. <laughs> third place is not good. Um, can they even get in the postseason? And then I got a chance. Let's go wild card. And National League and the Giants are, oh, half a game back. There you half go. Half a game back. I'm in the mix. There you go. Still got a chance. Uh, this is the decision I made, by the way. I think it's uh, two teams that will do anything they can to get there, even in the trade deadline. So that would be the Dodgers, who I don't even have one in the division, and the Blue Jays. And since nobody else did it, come on, the Blue Jays. Not We all love good. the Blue Jays, right? We did. I mean, everybody loves. Uh, who's the most disappointing team right now? I mean, the Blue Jays are in the mix, but. Who would you say is the most disappointing team? Rays? Blue Jays based on expectation? Um, nobody else really that I look up. I mean, Angels, they're always disappointing. I mean, the White so Sox? Yeah, I guess right now the White Sox being 500, right? Yeah, I would say them. Yeah. But, um, but, but I think the Blue Jays and, and the Rays are in the conversation. But now the Rays yeah. have been hurt. Uh, I will give them. The Rays are super hurt. See, I think the Red Sox are actually like kind of who they are. Like, 48 and 45 for the Red Sox, over 500 in that division isn't bad. And that's kind of what they are. Like, I don't think they are that good to begin with. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't bother me. What The one thing I would love to know, and maybe you can find this out. I didn't ask beforehand. But, if, like, what were the odds of Baltimore either making the playoffs or winning the World Series going into the season? I can find it. Because, like, both are realistic. I mean, listen, you got to get in to have a chance to win, right? So that's why I say it's realistic. They're not winning the World Series. But they're three and a half games out. So they get in the playoffs, and you're in the dance. Yeah, it's possible. So, I mean, it is somewhat possible. Brent, your NL MVP was who? Mm. I don't remember at all. Did I say Bryce Harper? And I will go with another big year from Bryce Harper. How did you remember that? Wow, that's pretty good right there. That is so good. Uh, Brent, do you have an AL MVP guess of who you said? AL MVP. This clip is one second. It's one second, huh? Yeah. You, you didn't give oh, much oh, I know. Oh, no, I know who my AL MVP was. And by the way, this guy is in the running. It's Devers. Rafael Devers. Wow. You're surprisingly good at this. Brent, who do you think is going to win the Cy Young? Uh, both. It's both on one clip. This one wasn't as good. Uh, gosh, who did I pick in the Cy Young? Um, I think they stayed away from the Dodgers. I don't know. I'm just going to throw some guys out there because I really don't know. I don't have a good feel for this one. I'm going to say I picked, like, Corbin in the National League. And in the American League, I picked... Shoot, man, I don't even know. Um... Give me, give me somebody, Brent. Give me somebody. Give me somebody. Uh, AL Central. I don't even have everybody. Go ahead. Bet, uh, yeah, I don't even know. Go ahead. Um, how about Bieber? I'm going to go with, uh, how about an Aaron Nola sighting? 
How about it, Brent? Ah, Nola. Yep, those are your picks. How are they, how are they doing? Uh, Nola got rocked the first, like, three stars because he was on my fantasy team, and I think Bieber's okay. Hmm. But those are your picks, Brent. All right, not bad. By the way, give you these. Uh, this is what I thought was going to happen MVPs. Bale MVP, Trevor Story. I like that. NL MVP, Matt Olson. Boy, that was bad, huh? But uh, now nah, I know what you're thinking. It can't get worse than that. Play the Cy Youngs. Uh, you can go ahead and give me Noah Syndergaard oh! in the AL. Ooh. And you can go ahead and give me Walker Bueller oh! in the NL. <laughs> Goodness. That boys suck. That's tough to take, huh? Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was good. I love about the fact that we both picked, like, the Red Sox guys to win the MVP. I know. Which is kind of stupid because the Red Sox weren't going to be that good. And here's the best part. Um, nobody, and I mean nobody, had the Yankees going to the playoffs. Not one of the three of us. We we didn't have, none of us had the Yankees going to playoffs? Nope. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And they had lost the trust of people. We had you, we had the Rays and he had Toronto. Wow. Yep. Um, how about there, here's some fun stuff for you, all right? Uh, Red Sox make the playoffs, yes or no? Plus 100 for yes, minus 130 for no. Oh, I'm betting, put, I'm betting no then. Yeah, White Sox, uh, minus 140, yes, plus 110, no. Uh, I'm betting no. Guardians, yes, plus 215, no, minus 275. Uh, yeah, there's not a bet to make there. Yeah, they don't even have an Orioles one on here. That's kind of weird. <laughs> no, seriously, they don't. Why wouldn't they? Because they know nobody's going to bet yes. That would be a great one. They don't want to take the the chance. Judging by what you're saying, it would be like plus 400 for yes for the Orioles. Minus, yeah, probably. Like Let me give you the best plus 300. Would you buy the – oh, the uh, would you buy – I don't know. Plus 215. Guardians are plus 215. That's a high one. Um, you'd have to go no bet on the Padres making the playoffs or the Blue Jays making the playoffs to get plus 300 or plus 350. I would go no on the Padres. Yeah, probably me too. Yeah, I think um, Toronto will get in. World Series, uh, top three liability, whatever that means. Orioles, Mariners, and Reds. AL MVP, top three most bet, Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge, Alvarez as well. Yeah. NL, Paul Goldschmidt, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner. Austin was uh, Trey Turner, by the way. Okay. I wanted Trey Turner, and then he took him, and then I had to pick Matt Olson. Stupid. So right, right now, by the way, uh, if, if you like betting data for future odds, uh, oh, no, that's not. If Right now, Devers is plus 2,800 to win the MVP. That's a good bet. It's not a bad bet, right? I mean, because if they if make Judge the playoffs, he's got to be hot. Yeah. And Otani, like Judge would have to get hurt. And Otani, maybe the same. Would really. have to retire. Yeah. <laughs> Otani is the favorite at minus one twenty. How is he? Did not, Otani win MVP last year? Yeah. How is he okay. not the like ridiculously heavy pit favorite? Like, how does he not win? Judge is having a crazy year. And to be honest with you, the money should be on Alvarez. He's plus fourteen hundred. Bro, the money should not be on. The, how does Otani not? He pitches and hits. Yeah. Think about it. Like, okay, his numbers are similar. Okay, just imagine they're similar to Aaron Judge, which they probably will be hitting. He then pitches. There's nobody more valuable. Nobody else does both. Do you think uh, he should be higher in the AL Cy Young talk? Yeah, this, the pitching numbers are really good. The, the average is way down, 
the home runs are there, but the pitching has been disgusting, which is what we thought when he came over. He was supposed to be a better pitcher than hitter, and then he had the Tommy John. He didn't pitch a lot, and now it's like he's in full form. He's finally there. Well, here you go. Uh, by the way, McClanahan, plus 175, favorite to win the Cy Young. Verlander at 30, what, nine years old, plus 220. He'll Shohei, plus 600. And my guy, Bieber, plus 4,000. Well, throw a dollar down, Brent. Might work out for you. <laughs> that would be pretty good. All right, that we'll take a break. Those are your odds. There's plenty of more of them, by the way. Uh, to uh, win the World Series, the Yankees and Dodgers are the favorites. No surprise there. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles, here we go, plus 7,500 to win? to win the World Series. That's almost not enough. Like, I thought it would be bigger than that. No, that's about right. So, that's uh, those are some of your odds for you betters out there in uh, baseball. We'll take a break. we talk about the Jacksonville Giants a little bit. Where are they at as a franchise after all the success? What's next for the Jacksonville Giants? We continue to celebrate local sports here on a Wednesday. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. James, the best player in basketball? If I was starting a team just for this season, and I have to begin with a player and build around him, and the idea is to win a championship, my I will go with LeBron if you force me. I, I can't prove it anymore. I used to be able to prove it easily. I can't prove it anymore. But And you can make a hell of an argument for other guys. Like when LeBron went up against Giannis, he didn't want it. He did not want that smoke with Giannis, and Giannis was physically dominant. I get it. But to win a championship, I Still taking LeBron. That is Max Kellerman and obviously Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. Mm-hmm. They call it KJM. Yeah, they do. And uh, I think that's an interesting case. I, I don't know if I agree. I love, I'm, I'm a big LeBron fan. I'll defend LeBron. I'm not sure if I'm picking LeBron is just even on a one-year deal if I need to win a championship, starting him there. Nah. You? No, 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 no. If I have to start a team with one dude, definitely not LeBron. Not for one year. For, but, I mean, he played it for one year. Like, no. It doesn't matter the age. I mean, he, Giannis. I mean, he just had 30 points a year, a game, you know. Giannis. Yeah. Joker. Um, Dame Lillard. Now I'm getting reckless. Luca. Luca. Dwight Howard. No, I'm you just kidding. named a lot of guys outside of Greek Freak, though, that I don't know if they can win the championship. Uh, who else did I say? <laughs> well, you said Greek Freak, so yep. you got him. Yep. But I stand by that one. Dame, I was mostly kidding. So, I was I was serious about Joker. I think he's great. Nobody else agrees with me, but I think he's great. But again, the question would be, can he win it all? Like, how important is that pedigree? And uh, I think that's the interesting part of of kind of where the conversation fits and and who you believe in. Um, that's where the, I don't know. That's where I think people, I mean, LeBron still has that. LeBron has a winning quality, even at his age. And again, he's played pretty well. Like he's the ageless wonder, uh, as of right now, Brent Martin, Casey Kurtz here on a Wednesday edition of action sports shacks on ESPN 690 and, uh, Jacksonville giants are, are one of the big champions of our area when it comes to sports and organizations, and speaking of a guy who doesn't age, can still play. Now he's coaching. Gerard Tucker. What's happening, man? Jacksonville Giants coach entering man. year number two for you. Uh, although, did you step out there on the court at all last year and play? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. I just stood on the sidelines and, 
you know, try to do as best as I could. Man, we talked about that a little bit, didn't we? We like we were trying to get you to go out there and be a little player coach. That would have been fun. Yeah, you know what? I think um, my knees were saying, hey, no, nah, it's time to slow down, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The body yeah. tells you, doesn't it? Hey, man, body, tell, body knows best, trust me. Age is uh, undefeated, well, I can tell you that. <laughs> Hey, give us a sense of uh, we're, we're celebrating local sports last couple of weeks, and obviously you guys have had a, mm-hmm. a, just a ton of success. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of thoughts. One, like we're when people talk about the ABA, and obviously it's not the NFL, right? Like we get it. We don't talk about it every day on the show, mm-hmm. all those things. But you guys, mm-hmm. uh, in, in your world, in, in the ABA world, how respected are the Jacksonville Giants for what they've done, what they've accomplished over uh, what now feels like a, at least a decade here in town? Um, I would say extremely respected. I mean, I, I think people know that whenever the Jacksonville Giants are, are slated to be on the schedule or they were about to play them, they have to bring their best. Um, people, I think people, I think people around town kind of see it as a little bit watered down because we've won so much, but they don't understand how much work we've actually put in to, you know, to stay on top. Like, it takes a lot to, you know, win seven championships within a decade. Like, it takes a lot. You know what I mean? So you have to stay in tip-top shape, have the best guys come play. You know, so I think in the ABA world, we are pretty much the cream of the crop. You know, there are a few teams that are up there with us, but, I mean, everybody knows that when it comes to the ABA, you got to pretty much the championship goes through Jacksonville. You know? Yeah, and will that happen again? I mean, are you guys going to have a lot coming back and, and be as strong as you've been? Oh yeah, oh yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, we um, we should have Maurice Mickens back, Bernard Nuzzi coming back, Elijah Smith coming back. So we'll have we'll have a good, pretty good core coming back, and then we got some young guys that'll come in and you know really add to what we need to do because it's about that time to start you know transitioning from you know start bringing in a new core. That way they know exactly how to how to win and you know how much it means to us to win championships. So. What uh, Gerard Tucker with us, head coach of the Jacksonville Giants. What, what do you guys do this time of year? Like, what is uh, as you get set for another season? Uh, where do the Jacksonville Giants go? What are you doing? Like, how, how's that work uh, in your world? Well, you know, during the summer, there uh, these guys are professionals, so they pretty much they do a lot of training on their own. A lot of them play in um, leagues and you know for different um, tournaments and all kinds of stuff like that. I know. Um, a few of the guys are actually playing in the, um, it's called the H League, um, Orlando. Down in Orlando, they're playing in that tournament. So they play all over the place, you know, training, doing much, doing that, that kind of stuff. Me, during the summer, I just, um, I mean, I do teach on the side, so this is my uh, my time off. <laughs> so I just kind of, you know, hang out. I have my nephew here in town, so I just kind of, you know, hang out with him, hang out with my daughters. That's Pretty awesome. Much. That's good stuff. That's how much, and yeah. uh, you know that's something we talked about with the Jacksonville Sharks a couple weeks ago. That these guys all mm-hmm. have like other jobs, and and uh, w- these guys do a lot of different things, right? To kind of keep the the dream alive of of playing ball and, and playing at a high level. Absolutely. They. Um. I mean, a lot of them train kids. I mean, if, if there's anything to do with basketball, a lot of these guys do it. You know. So I know uh, Maurice does. He has a uh, a fitness uh, kind of company where he trains. Um, anybody, any age, it doesn't matter where he trains them, like fitness training. So, I mean, a lot of guys just do certain, like, different things during the summer to make sure they stay within the game of basketball. So, what, uh, how, Aaron Bowen just had his, uh, he had a summer camp, um, a couple weeks ago where, I mean, as a matter of fact, this past weekend, 
where he had a, a summer basketball camp for a lot of kids. So, and that was actually really good. I was there for him, helping helping him out, supporting him for that. The ABA has always been like this big uh, league, like uh, teams all over the place, and continues mm-hmm. to be. Uh, what's the health of the league as you look at it? You've played in it for a long time. Uh, it goes way back, obviously. So what? Uh, it's got plenty of tradition. What is the health of the ABA as you look at it now? Maybe going into the next three years, five years, as we look at it ten years down the road. They just named a new president, um, a guy named Greg Brown. He um, used to own the uh, Baltimore Hawks, and so he had. He's a he's a younger guy. He has different visions for the league and. He's saying that, you know, he wants to improve the league in terms of, like, you know, having um, the best teams play each other and, you know, helping people out with, you know, setting up scheduling to where they don't have to go as far as to, like, let's just say from Jacksonville to California to play the best teams, you know. So he's trying to make it to where the best teams in the region have to play each other, which is good because, you know, you don't want to have to play the bad teams all the time, and then when you get to the playoffs, all of a sudden you do, you run into a team that you've never seen before. You know, so it's just trying to make the competition better. So I think with the, over the next three three to five years, with his plan, with what he's trying to do, the league should should get stronger. And I think it should be more teams coming in that that'll have better players, better competition. Because I mean, it's, it's kind of tough for guys to go overseas and make it to the NBA. So I mean, there's a lot of talent that's just pretty much at home that can play so why not yeah well, we've seen that like the ABA. yeah we've seen that talent on display right here in Jacksonville it's a fun watch and, and these guys are gifted players uh, we say we've been able to play alongside them see it right up close and it just shows you I mean hey there are more and more good athletes it feels like coming out in every sport this day and age based on training mm-hmm. and the attention on it and the focus and the specialization so I think you're right the health of some of these leagues not everybody's going to fit in the NBA they're not going to expand to 60 right. teams in the NBA so uh, whether it's these developmental leagues and ABA, and yes, the overseas things, it does work. Um, it, could they ever create, by the way, the overseas? Is it? Can we not create the overseas kind of experience that guys go to uh, because we have the NBA? Is that part of the reason? Yeah, I think that's part of the reason. Also, you know, with when you go overseas, you're kind of like isolated from like your family and like you know from basically from America. So it's like you're just it's like a kind of like a culture shock, if you if you know what I mean. Like, you're just over somewhere where you might not speak the language or you might be the only American on the team. So it's just like you and your teammates. So it's kind of a unique experience. I think here, because it's, you know, so many of us here, we, the the experience is different. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might meet somebody that's from the same city as you that's going to, where you're going to play. Or maybe you stay home in your own city so you have your family around and, it's it's a different dynamic. I mean, we could try to replicate it, but it'll be extremely hard. Extremely yeah. hard. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure they would have tried if they could. But anyway, you still get some good yeah. basketball in the ABA and especially in Jacksonville. Gerard Tucker, thanks for taking a few minutes here, man. Look forward to another season, and we'll catch up with you down the road. All right. Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, the Jacksonville Giants, all the success they've had in Jacksonville, and a fun watch and a lot of talent out there. Uh, we'll be joined by one of those players and, and one of the most talented we've seen over the years uh, joining us in the 5 o'clock hour as well. Let's take a break. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We roll on. We inch closer to football season. Just a reminder, Action Sports Shacks OT coming up later today with Casey Kurtz and Brian Middleton at 6 o'clock. And then tomorrow we will have a 2022 preview show of the Jacksonville Jaguars training camp, which players report on Sunday. Camp starts Monday morning. We go all Jags on a th- edition of ESPN 690 uh, coming up 
tomorrow. We'll be right back here on a Wednesday. Uh, we talk a little more football when we come back. Kingsbury, is he the one that is first it in is. the crosshairs there? It is because people are catching up to his system. They get up to these fast starts, right. and then they wear down, much like Chip Kelly and that offense used to be. Yep. It was all spread, all gas, no breaks. Everybody mm -hmm. just running around, deep, deep mm -hmm. breaths, and mm -hmm. tempo, tempo, tempo. Mm -hmm. And then that wears down on your players, and they have to figure out a way to establish the run with James Conner, who, who was good for them last year. They got to find a way how to be balanced and not just throwing the ball all the time. And that falls right at the shoulders of Cliff Kingsbury who says he has to be better. Hey, welcome back to Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martin along with Casey Kurtz. Casey, I got good news for you. What do you got? You're going to not need that office soon. <sighs> what do you got? I just bought uh, Mega Millions. Oh, good. $630 million. Sweet. That'll be great. So so we're going to quit or what? Well, Are you going to get we'll new offices? To, or? We'll have to figure out our escape plan, exit plan in the works. Yeah. But, uh, Sweet. Yeah. Nice. So anyway, but definitely it, you'll, you'll get a little bit of that. Do you have to be a Georgia resident to collect? No. Gosh, I hope not. I bought lottery tickets this year, like in 15 different states, it feels like. Did you win any of them? I haven't checked. Okay. We could have been out of here a while ago. Well, yeah, but I know I didn't win the big one because it just keeps rolling over. True. Like hey. every time I would check to be like, okay, did I win? Did it? Did somebody win? All right, nobody won the big one, so I didn't even check like if I won like a dollar. Huh? Yeah, you know, I mean, I've got them still. I just have to do that. But yeah. hey, I, I have a tendency to do that a lot actually. Like I'll buy these tickets, and then all of a sudden I'll have like twenty of them. Yeah, I've seen in the truck. car. Yeah, and I have to go like look up on the website <laughs> like past winners. And I'm like, hey, you moron! Like you can win like decent amount of money here, you know. You can. You might want to check. I've checked every one you've bought for me at the Circle K right down the street. Yeah, yeah, you got to go back and check. When did uh, Action News Jack start putting the lottery on the the news? Hey, yeah, that's happened now, right after my sportscast, huh? Yeah, well, or, yeah, well, last, whoever sports last night it wasn't you, but yeah, I for some reason had it on or two nights ago, and uh, yeah, I was like, oh, the lottery, that's new. They didn't have that it when I worked new. there. So, I know. I don't know. Like, I actually had asked somebody, but I couldn't. I didn't get the full answer because I think uh, in a lot of the places I've been, the ABC affiliates have had, like, that Powerball drawing, mm. you know, like the live one. Yeah. And so I don't know if this is different than that or if it is that, just in a different way. Because I don't think you have to carry, like, the, you know how they do the thing when the numbers come up at, like, 11, 11 yeah. or something like that? Like, I don't think you have to carry that. And so I'm not completely sure. That's a good question. I like to know the inside the TV business stuff. And I don't have a full answer. I got to get that. Like, so, because that is new. I saw that too, that we're now putting the lottery numbers after yeah. sports, which, by the way, should increase viewership. It really should. If People you're hanging around. See. Yeah. yeah, you want to hang around and see if you won, you get to see Brett first. And that's so, just part of the prize. That's a part of, hey, that's your consolation prize. There it is. You don't win, right? but you got to see two and a half minutes of Brent. <laughs> that's it. And no more. Like, it's two and a half minutes, and that's it. Yeah, you don't even go to the desk at the end of the show. No, 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 that's good. I'm out of there. Like, I'm in my car by the time they're wrapping up the show now. Sometime. By the way, folks, uh, if, you're, if you're, like, listening to that and you just heard him say that, you're like, oh, that's Cap. It's not. 
he walks out, and he's gone. Like, nobody yeah. on the sports team is hanging around. Like, they do their thing, two and a half minutes, Brent's throwing the mic down. Most of the time, not even off. That's why the batteries are dead, and then he complains about it the next day, but that's a story unrelated. And then he's gone. He's out, tires are squealing, and the show hasn't even ended yet. TV magic. Yeah. No, nah, it's true. Like, and, and by the way, like, I used to um, – I, I probably am not squealing. Like, I'm still probably doing something extra else. Like, uh, a lot of times I'll do my radio stuff from spots or something like that after. And so I'll have to go mess around and edit on the computer and then send stuff, you know. So it's not totally correct. But in theory, it is. And I will say it, I'm more like I used to hang around until 1 o'clock in the morning at the station and do a lot of stuff for the next day. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic has changed, like, a lot of, like, the – just the way we do things. You know, just our, our the habits. day You know, just our habits. It changed. And so there's a lot of things I can accomplish at home during the day, in the morning, and blah, 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 all this other stuff that I've, I've just kind of made a new habit. And so, therefore, after the show, I can kind of get out of there. And one of the things I try to do and I'm trying to do a better job of is get home and kind of get to bed as early as I can so I can get a little more – middle of our sleep during like the football season part and that's good in theory but it's hard like the hard thing to do when you're on tv late at night when you work late at night in general anything is uh is get home and wind down Mm -hmm. and go to bed like that's a that's a real thing no it is so some of us go home and play fifa and then like they lose and then they think about that all night you're like why did he pass it to him you know no no that's not me that's me (laughs) uh, speaking of fifa Oh yeah! A good time. Like, is there? There's big news in the in the uh, world of of video gaming. I guess. Listen up, folks. Listen up. If you play FIFA and you don't play on PlayStation and you play on Xbox or the computer and you're like, you know what? I really want that smoke with the guy on ESPN 690. Well, that's me. My name's Casey, and I will whoop you in FIFA. But the good news: FIFA 23. They announced it's going to be cross-platform. So. If you're playing on Xbox and you want to get whooped by me on PlayStation, we can do that now. So well, how does this all work? Like, so if if you like FIFA, this is really good news? It's if you have, like, friends playing Xbox. Like, so the, the usual problem in life is if you have a PlayStation, you can't play people playing Xbox. Like, that's a thing. You can't cross like that's platform. Been, that's a, a territorial, right? It's like if you have... Well, they just don't make the like, that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like Mac versus uh, Windows. Sure. So, like, a game like Fortnite, you can play because it's just it's the way they made the game. Like, it's cross-platform. And but that's the, why it's done so well, probably, or yeah, did so well. Yeah, true. The sports games have never been that way. So now FIFA goes out and does it, and then if you, like, my best friend plays on Xbox. So, like, I'll send him a text, like, do you want the smoke? And he'll be like, no, you're too good. And I'll be like, ah, you know, dang. But in theory, he could get whooped by me now on FIFA. Or, like, Ty, does Ty have Xbox? Ty has PlayStation. So Ty could have got to smoke the whole time. But the point of the story is... Ty doesn't play FIFA, I don't Exactly, because he's scared. He knows that I work here now. Uh, But Ty... Yeah, check check with him. But he could now play, if he has a friend on Xbox playing FIFA, he could get FIFA 23, learn to play, play with his other friend on Xbox, then they could both get the smoke from me later in the afternoon. That's good. Like, are you really... Are you good at FIFA, or are you just, like, brag like you think? Bro, I will crush you. Well, not me. I haven't played FIFA like ever. Yeah. No, I'm like, okay. I, in like six six weeks, if I played FIFA every day, could I beat you? Bro, I could be an MLS team and you could be Manchester City. I'd win by six. Really? Yeah. Is Which that it, your best video game? 
Uh, currently, it used to be MLB. I used to, I, bro, I'll tell you, you used to not want to smoke an MLB. Now I've kind of given up on MLB because it's too inconsistent, which, by the way, FIFA is very inconsistent as well. Um, but MLB is, like, way too inconsistent. You get, like, a perfect contact, middle of the barrel, and you'll ground out a second. So I'm sick of that. FIFA, it's pretty, it's, you know. The, Welcome the, to Ty's life. Amen, Ty. I'm with you there. <laughs> but, yeah, FIFA, I'm a problem to FIFA. I can occasionally be a problem at Fortnite. Like, it's not an everyday thing, but sometimes I'm locked in, and I'll get 14, 15 kills in a game. It's a wrap, bro. I tell you, I've watched Ty play Fortnite a little bit and, and the kids, mm-hmm. and I just don't even understand it. You're just like trying I, to win, bro. I know. Like, I'm just saying I don't understand, like, why just certain things happen in the game. Like, I'm sure if I played it three times, I'd figure it out, but um, I don't get it. So I, I do wonder if at some stage of my life, like, I have no interest in playing a video game. None. Like, I went through this Pac-Man stage last year, and I haven't really even oh, played Pac-Man the, Pac-Man. Yeah. the last couple of months. And I think i got to get back to that. That was good, like, good therapy. Get, get, a, get, get your mind off stuff and just mm-hmm. play Pac-Man. It was great. And so i got to get back to that a little bit. Speaking of habits, uh, that was a good habit. I had a habit of coming home and just going to play Pac-Man. And so I, I want to do that more. But, like, I just don't see myself picking up video game playing ever. Like, I think there's not an itch at all. But, like, you say FIFA, and I think that could be fun uh, because I used to play some sort of FIFA soccer or whatever back in the day. Like, they've, yeah. that's been around forever, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I do remember it being fun. But, uh, like, I just the MLB The Show and those kind of games, yeah. Fortnite especially, like, I just have zero interest. Like, zero. Like, there's not an itch at all for me to do it. But I do wonder if I picked it up, played it, I might enjoy it a little, and then I'd be, like, hooked like the rest of you goofballs are. Here's what we should do. I think when FIFA 23 comes out, you should buy us all a copy. And by all of us, I mean me especially, <laughs> and then Ty, and then you can learn on Ty's, or you can just get your own machine, right? You can get an Xbox or a PlayStation because we can play each other. And then we could all just play FIFA. We could do, like, uh, you could do these things where we do, like, a season. We could play against each other, and I could smoke you. That's fine. Or we could do, like, a season with, like, a team, and then we could all be on the same team. We could pass to each other and score. It'd be dope. That would be cool. But like, I, I kind of like that team camaraderie. Yeah, and we could get we get Aaron on it. We get Brian on it. We could get literally 11 dudes. That would be kind of fun. But the key part of this is Our 11th man could be a listener. Or, like, we, it sounds like we need a lot more than just one listener. So, if you play <laughs> FIFA, hit us up. Sounds like we need a team. But most importantly, Brent is going to buy everyone the game when it comes out at 70 bucks a pop. When is it coming out? I'm not sure. All right. Keep me posted. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe I'll give one away. Um, if the you other give thing, one away and I don't get one, I'm quitting. Well, you know what I want to ask, though, is, like, remember when everybody's looking for PlayStation 5? Was that last year or something? Uh, is that 5? Was it 5? It was 5, yes. Is, is that still a thing? Like, can you find PlayStations now? I think they're easier to find now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I still have a PlayStation 4. You can buy me that, too, if you want. I think Ty has a 4. Because that was the crazy thing. We talked about this. PlayStation 4 to 5, it was like an 8-year difference, wasn't it? Yeah, or? it was a long, long time. You would know yeah. if he had a 5. Because he bought it. No, he doesn't have a 5. Yeah, yeah. He, he, but I don't know if it's a 4 or a 3. Is oh, no, he's got a 4. He's got a 4. Yeah. He doesn't have a 3. Okay. Um, you know more about this than me. That's great. Yep. We'll be back. Football at 5, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 on a Wednesday.